Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Dungeons and Distractions podcast. I'm Colin. I'll be the host and DM this evening, but let's go around the table and introduce everyone, starting with Robert. Hi, guys. I'm Robert, and I play Ferraventus, the Calistar Cleric. Hi, I'm Jonathan, and I play Connor, the Dragonborn Avenger. I'm Austin. I play Talon Nightbreeze, the half-elf ranger with a pet panther named Zadane. Hi, I'm Chris Quigley. I play Iro Keth, the Tiefling Paladin Bard Multiclass. So after your adventures in the prison fortress of Sentinel's Watch, the group is back on a caravan, one of those little covered wagons, and you guys are being taken back to Cairn. Delarin decided to actually stay back at Sentinel's Watch. He's doing some arcane research of some kind, and... He got distracted. He got high and just sort of wandered off. <laughs> That's you almost want... actually... Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you... do you guys want to talk about our next move? or would you... I was going to say that being that we don't have Dalaran with us, uh, being that he is in the prison library, I think that maybe we should try uh, heading to Westlake before moving forward with, with our overall mission. You mean before we go back to Cairn? No, no. Before we um, take off after the uh, Colin, what were the uh, the starts with an I? The military force of the other town. Oh, the Inquisitors of Graceport. Yes. Before we we continue with the Inquisitors of Graceport, um, perhaps we should. Uh, Which you have no proof of any involvement from them, but okay. Well, the Inquisitors, we could I said proof. inquire. I said proof. We could I inquire the Inquisitors. You can do whatever you want. I'm just saying, you have no proof. <laughs> well, yeah, we have no proof of their involvement, but we can, you know, surely check up on it. And if something doesn't smell right, then murder everyone because violence is a solution to all life's problems. It's better right. than cowardice. <laughs> all right. Um. So, sorry, do you guys want to talk about Westlake, anything else, or do you want me to... I mean, it's about... It's pretty late, because you guys ended up in Cairn around midday. You took a several-hour wagon ride out to Sentinel's Watch, took out the problem there, and you're taking a wagon ride back. So you're going to arrive in Cairn probably around 9 to 10 at night. I was just going to say, does anybody want to roll a history check on uh, Westlake? Westlake? Uh, I have a plus five. Does anybody do that? Uh, nope, I got a plus four. <laughs> so plus five is a, is the best we've got right now. At the uh, Austin and Farah, you two should also actually. I'm gonna ask Austin and Farah to roll the history check. Oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, I know, but I'm having two of you do it, so one of you should roll well. Okay. Actually, both of you rolled well. Uh, Austin got a 20, and uh, Farah got an 18. Good job. So, both of you guys know that Westlake is a... Not exactly a small town, but smaller than Cairn. Up on the northern end of the island, nestled near this big mountain called Mount Kuthak. Uh, it's supposed to be a fairly like heavily human and elven town, for the most part. Okay. Sounds fun. With a... 20 
or actually, you know, with both of those, I'm going to say that you guys also know that right about now is the Samhain Festival in uh, Westlake. Do we know anything about the Samhain Festival? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, it's a end of harvest festival kind of thing. It's uh, it would be around October. So probably a lot of people. Yeah, with a twenty. Yeah, it's it's a bit of an attraction. Like if you're going to go to Westlake, you might as well. Especially in a medieval environment, you have larger towns that are always surrounded by people who live on outlying farms or out in the wilderness a little bit, and there's always that thing of them bringing in some of their crops and other stuff into the center of town to either sell or to trade or to be part of events. So this is the kind of thing where any of the outlying areas, anybody who's on an outlying farm, is going to load up the wagon and come into Westlake. So as you are talking, the covered wagon will roll back into Cairn, and you can feel it stop as the horses come to a halt. Uh, Frank's going to lean back and look at you guys and say, in his Valium-affected voice, Well, thanks for all the help, guys. I, I guess we're done. Don't be a stranger, man. Should yeah. You don't want us to go back with you and report it to the captain? No, no, it's fine. We We we've got two of us and we we know where to find you. Um do you guys have a place to stay for the night? If you could point us in the direction of your of your most recommended inn, then that would be great. Um okay. So, Frank's actually going to look a little conflicted, which is odd for you because you don't see that many expressions on Frank's face normally. And Frank's <laughs> going to sigh, and he's going to go, Yeah, there's one pretty close nearby. It's, uh, it's the Red Wyvern. You, you should be able to see the sign. Um... Yeah, that should do nicely. Thank you. No problem. And, uh, just, you know, I'm gonna give him ten gold pieces and say thanks for the ride. Uh, he, he's just gonna shake his head like, No, I, I, I can't take that. I, thank you guys were doing a favor for Malcolm and for the for the captain, so yeah, no, thanks, but we're good. All right, well, in that case, I owe you a drink. Later, though. Okay. Oh, I'll see you later. And are you guys getting off of the? Uh, are you getting off the wagon? Yes, I'm gonna step down. Are we outside the city gate? No, you're inside the city. Okay. You guys are near a gate to the. The, the land side of the city not to the port side which is where you guys were last time uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to look around for the inn that he spoke of um okay <clears throat> try to secure myself a, a place to sleep okay uh, you guys are actually f fairly close to it you see it down a little ways down one of the streets that's close nearby there's a very large sign with a red wyvern on it 
it, it's not necessarily a dragon it's what it's you guys know what i'm talking about right yeah it, it looks know, kind of like a, a dragon lion hybrid thing yeah something like that yeah um so you guys see the the sign with one of those on it and that's about it. I mean, do you guys want to look around the rest of the town? Do you want to head there? What do you want to do? I'll, you want to go rob an old lady? I'm gonna. That's what I was gonna say. I want to head back to Arthur's and check on him, but I want to stop by, um, maybe see what some of the stores have on the way back. Okay. Are you separating from the party? How far away is their inn from Arthur's house? It's probably across town, right? Arthur's house would be about a twenty-minute walk. And you would know that because you've lived here long enough to know about where you guys are. All right, I'll, uh, I'll ask them. Do you, do you guys care? I'm going to stay at Arthur's. Do you all remember where that is? I remember. Oh, yeah. Fair, sure. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you guys need me, just, just come let me know. I, I mean, I might, I'll probably check back in before the night's over, though. Okay, are you heading off? Yes. Okay. Uh, then we'll get back to you in a sec. What do the rest of you guys want to do? I think I'm going to head to the inn. I think that makes okay. most sense. Everybody else, same? I will um, follow. Colin, how yes, many uh, temples slash shrines are in town? More shrines than temples? There's only really one temple in town, and that's the Temple to Ioun. And that's over next to the uh, Magical Academy. And that's maybe like a 45-minute walk distance away from you guys and then all the other shrines are just like open areas right no no I mean like there's like what you would consider as um okay would they just be like church like uh where I'm at there's a lot of just buildings that are churches and, no. the, and then there's no, like no, the no, big no, no. cathedral Oh, okay. Let me let me be very specific about what I'm talking about. Um, do you, do you know what a Japanese shrine looks like? Yes. Okay. Well, the open Where it's ones. Sort... Okay, so you have the it, not an open. It's not necessarily open, but it's you've got maybe like a smaller one room structure kind of thing. Okay. Like a very, now I'm on board with you. I know a very small shrine. It's not like one of those little tiny. I don't want to say box, but it's basically a box, like a tiny box on the side of the road where it's like the little tiny mini house where you can sort of offer prayers. It's the, you know, maybe like small cabin-sized building. I'm just trying to figure out where I would have been staying at this time. If you're thinking about like large churches, there's not really anything like that. You probably would have been staying at one of the small shrines. Probably if there's, there's probably a shrine to Melora in town, that's probably where you would have been staying. Okay. So after all Sorry. of that, I'll just go ahead and stay at the inn with okay. them. All right. Uh, as you guys walk up, you see that it's a fairly big building. Um, as opposed to some of the other ones nearby, it's clearly been painted recently. It looks to be in fairly decent repair. It, it's the kind of building that when you look at it, you know that whoever runs that area is probably making a decent amount of coin. They don't have to worry too much about not being able to maintain and keep up upkeep for the building. As you guys push the door in, you can hear the little bell over the door jingling to let people know that people are coming in. And as you walk in, you're going to see a counter uh, next to the, or basically pretty much right in front of you guys. The, you, you know the kind of service counter. And behind it is a middling, uh, middling height woman with very, very long, dark hair and pretty tan skin. And she's going to look up at you as you guys come in. I'm assuming, Colin, is there like a bar with this in or is it just an inn-in? No, the Red Wyvern's an inn, although, eh... Roll me a streetwise check for the fun of it. 
It was a <laughs> 24. Good roll. <laughs> oh, you crit your streetwise. Oh, this isn't good. Uh, yeah, this isn't going to be good for us. Farah has heard uh, several rumors from people who've visited the Shrine to Melora. Not that many people who've visited the Shrine to Melora, but a couple people who have visited the Shrine to Melora. That uh, the Red Wyvern is very well known for a high standard of service and for an attached apothecary. Uh, I'm going to say with that, you know that the owner of the Red Wyvern is a woman named Morena Tugarin, and she's also a one of the uh, apothecaries in town. She's a pretty pretty respected alchemist. So, uh, if you wanted to pick up potions, you could do that there. Uh, so, as you guys walk in, Morena's going to look up from her books, and she's, like, you know, account books, not... She's not reading, like, a romance novel at the front desk or something. Uh, and she's going to look up and say, Hello, how may I help you? Hello, uh, we're looking for rooms for the night. Hmm. Of course. Will you be needing separate rooms, or is this a group thing? I'm assuming we want separate rooms, correct? I don't know, whatever you want to do. I'm, I'm fine asking. with sharing a room if you want to split the difference. Yeah. I mean, okay. like, you guys can totally... You, you, All three of you can bunk together. I mean, there is the issue of one of you being a girl. If nobody cares, it's fine. No, I'll be taking my own room. Yeah, that's probably why she brought it up. <clears throat> That'll be about five silver for each room. That's fine by me. Does anybody else have a problem with that? Uh, what all comes with the room? Well, you get a bed. You get a small writing desk. You get a chair. You get a door that locks. Let's see. You get pillows, which are very comfortable to sleep uh, on. I'm sorry. I meant more of, do we? is there dinner? Do you guys do dinner here? Is there a place to clean up? Things like that. I'm sorry for the confusion. There are baths attached. Uh, and, uh, Farah, you would know that those would be... Uh, those would not, not necessarily public. They would be uh, gender-specific, but that would be a bathhouse. Not, like, you know... They don't have showers attached. It's kind of hard to get, like, pumped water up through pipes in a medieval environment. Um, uh, the baths are attached in the back, and there is dinner, but dinner service ended about, oh, several hours ago. That shouldn't be a problem. Um, you you ate the tack that you stole yeah, from the Sentinel's Watch on the way here. Well, you I, was, I was going to offer to cook. Iroh likes cooking. If they would allow me access to the kitchen, then I would be happy to cook and pay for whatever supplies I use. Um, she's she's going to give you a look. Like, she was talking to Farrah a minute ago, and she's going to turn to you, and she... <clears throat> I don't see why that'd be a problem. Thank you. I was just going to um, turn to my compatriots here and ask, so everyone's going to go for a soak and then uh, meet back here for dinner? Sounds excellent. Okay. Roll for bath. No. <laughs> All right, we're going to... Okay, I'm going to cut over the scene where you guys go and jump in the bathhouse, and we're going to cut over to Austin, who has decided... To, sorry, we're going to cut over to Talon. Oh, you're skipping over my and Karnar's <sighs> temple fight? I'm, I'm going to assume that there is an anime bathhouse-style scene where the two of you are splashing water, <laughs> where you have a where you have a six-foot tiefling and, like, a seven-foot dragonborn covered in scales, splashing each other with water, and, like giggling the entire time butt naked and going tee -hee -hee -hee. and everybody in the area is inc incredibly like awkward school yes girls. exactly now while they're doing that and i assume having a pillow fight later we're going to cut over to talon 
who is meeting with his father figure. <laughs> that's quite all right with the rest of you. All right, I have a, I have a oh, question. Oh, and I, I just want to say that all of the bath scenes are tastefully censored with a quite large amount of steam. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Talon. About how long is it going to take them before they go start to Oh, cook? before they start to cook dinner? I don't know. Yeah. If they want to spend time in there, it might be about an hour. Uh, but, you, of course, you don't know, like, that they're going to go take a bath. Yeah. I mean, you'd assume okay. so. You, you've lived in the area. You know that there's a bathhouse attached, so there's no reason not to. Well, I kind of had something I wanted to do that uh, that he kind of handed Go ahead, out, take we'll your time. See, we'll see if I can get to it. Uh, so I guess we'll start with... Um, well, let's start with the... Is there are shops open right now or is it too late? It's about 10 at night, so it's pretty late, especially for a, uh, a medieval environment where you don't have a lot of street lighting. Okay. Well, let me stop at one of these um, shops real quick first. And I just... I kind of want to pick up... Um, like uh, random food it's Rations? like i want to pick yeah like but i want to get certain stuff i want to get cilantro onions again this is 10 at night okay okay they don't have 24-hour grocery stores and you're not gonna find something like walmart where you could just go pick up food at the middle of the night okay that's cool we'll just we'll just go straight to arthur am i comfortable enough with uh, well i guess i'm comfortable enough with arthur to walk yeah in. yeah i assume you have a key yeah so I'll walk in and see where, see if he's asleep or what's going on with him. Um, let's see, ten o'clock at night. Arthur's, yeah. Arthur would you you know that Arthur would be asleep by this point. Okay. I mean, he's old, uh, so he goes to bed early. He's gonna so, wake up and uh, go to ye old country kitchen buffet. <laughs> and buffet has like two T's uh, and an extra E on the end that it doesn't need. <laughs> it's Elvin. No, no, no. It's like ye old country buffet, something like that. <laughs> well, I want I was gonna talk to him, but if he's asleep, I'll just wait okay. until the morning. So. Um, I'll tuck him in and make sure he's warm and then lock the door behind oh, okay. me. Now, can I fish right now since I'm close to the shore now? Yeah. Just for roleplay's sake, I'm going to say that – and you're a ranger. Roll me a nature check. 20. <laughs> you guys can't roll badly today. All right. Well, yeah, you do have a plus nine on your nature. All right. Um, so you know of at least a couple places where if you dropped a line, you could probably pull out a couple decent-sized fish pretty quickly. Okay. Well, I want to do that, and then just head back towards the end. Okay. You, you managed to catch about two decently sized fish within about a half hour of fishing, something like that. With with a twenty four, yeah. You're a ranger. You know exactly what you're doing. Zidane's got his uh, Zidane's got his tail dipped in. <laughs> um. After that, I just want to head back towards the uh, the end. They're staying. Okay. At. So you're just coming in with, like, a bunch of fish uh, slung over one shoulder, fishing rod in the other hand, panther walking in behind you? Yeah, we'll, we'll do that, and I want to ask the lady still at the desk, right? Yeah, yeah, she'll be there. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell her, don't worry. Do they know me there? Like, I don't, Roll me a streetwise check. Would they... I said you'd know the inn. I didn't say necessarily that they would know you. Plus, you have a house. Yeah. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> All right, um... With a he frequents the I'm Red gonna, Wyvern. No, no, no. It's not one of those places. I'm gonna say actually with a twenty that you've gone to her apothecary before. You've picked up like healing poultices or something like that when you needed them. So she actually does know you. All right. What's what's uh, her name again? Morena Tugarin. All right. Hey, Mar I want to say hey, Morena. Hello, Talon. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Um, did. Did a tiefling, a dragonborn, and a uh, fair walk in here earlier? I'm going to assume that's not the beginning of a very bad joke. 
No, no, it's a serious question. Yes, I've been they, uh, they've uh, rented a few rooms upstairs. Okay, uh, are they up there now, or do you know? I believe they're coming right out of the bath. I'm gonna get a room for tonight here, too, if, that, if you don't mind, if you have any open oh, ones. Oh, you know I wouldn't turn you away. That'll be about five silver. Okay, I, I give her the five silver, and she said they are, and they're coming out? Though, uh, though. yeah, they should be coming out of the bath right now. Alright, I wanna try to, I wanna meet up with them. When they're, if they're coming out of the bath, I'll just stop them, or say something to them while they're coming out. If they're, I mean, if they're decent. Okay, I just wanna say, nobody has rolled badly the entire time we've been playing. <laughs> I haven't there hasn't been yet, a roll so under eight still to come. Yeah, just wait till my turn. Just wait till my turn. I'm gonna get a critical miss. So you, you want to say they're coming out of the bath? The bath? Uh, yeah, we'll say that uh, Iro is toweling off his hair because uh, Delarin managed to splash a lot of water in it during their little splash fight. Uh, all right, uh, so I walk. I walk up. To it the was bed. very erotic. I want to make that very clear. It was very, very sexy. <laughs> it was. It was sensual. No, no, no. It Not was sexual. Sexy. Sensual. It was very perverted. <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting the slash fic no, no, no. here now. This, not a, this isn't a slash fic. This is like the fan service moment. Yeah. This is canon. No, 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 no. Fair this enough. is the fan service moment. The two of you had a very sexy water fight in the bathroom. <laughs> right on. Um, I'm completely fine with this. Yeah, I would just be kind of drying off my hair and... and Wiping I'd down the horns. Yeah. Um, so you are you, like, talent? are you entering with the fish over your shoulder? Yeah, I got the fish over my shoulder, and I'm walking up to you guys. I'm going to say, like, whoa, 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 put that demon dick away right now. <laughs> He's uh, got his clothes yeah. on. He's got clothes Out of here in public. Uh, okay. We just covered the clothes he was wearing. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, Dude, I couldn't pass up the No, you should have said the dragon I, dick, because he never said he was wearing clothes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm assuming um, he is. Connor's stark naked all the time. No, 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 no. He has a... Connor's a robe guy, right? Like, uh... Yeah, very much, so. yeah. Yep. <laughs> very much not yeah. Stark naked. He wore the robes the entire time he was in the bath. <laughs> they never came off. They needed a wash too. Um, okay. Jonathan, am I making you uncomfortable? Like, no, no, it's fine. Truthfully? It's fine. No, nope. okay. I, I, I just wanted to know if I should stop. No, it's okay. All okay, right. cool. Uh, Talon. He, li he listens to the DNR. I don't know how uncomfortable. <laughs> There's some yeah. truth there. Uh, Talon, you were coming in with fish. So, since we're down in the kitchen and everybody's kind of sitting around one of the kitchen tables, um, I'm going to be putting on a show for everyone, uh, showing them a softer side of myself. They've seen me hit stuff, so now they're going to see Carve me. Carve up uh, a fish. You know, create. They're going to see me create something rather than destroy it. Karnar looks at it a little suspiciously, but he okay. does eat it. Uh, how would you eat I this? <laughs> What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like roll the tortilla into kind of a, a, a burrito shape and then take a bite with like using my hands. And I'm just gonna like after I take a bite with my mouth full, I'm gonna look up at Farah and just stare until she takes a bite. Oh, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> this it's, is it, it's more it's like kind of a the stare that's like go on go ahead it's it's good enjoy it. I try to do the same thing that uh, Arrow did, but. I'm not as good at it, so it all falls out the back. <laughs> okay. So after <laughs> you wake up next morning, I assume you put on clothes. Uh, do you want to come downstairs and what do you guys want to do? Early morning. Roll back. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I was just gonna say I come down and and do the uh, you know the early morning prayer routine. Okay. 
Wait, and... backtrack. Hey, tell me exactly what you're doing. Because you said you come down and do your early morning prayer routine, and I don't know. Like... Right. Uh, well, basically, I would uh, probably go find the closest like area of nature, and then basically, yes, do a do a sword routine. Okay, you're in the middle of a town, so. Yeah. No. I, what I mean is like a, a sacred space of some sort, rather than like nature. Okay. Or um. You're in the middle of a town that you don't know the geography of, so I'm going to need you to tell me exactly what you're doing. Okay, well, I'm looking around to see if I can see sort of like uh, an altar or something sort of religious in oriented. In the inn or outside the No, 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 outside, okay, outside. Okay, you see but nothing. Ah, okay. Well, then I guess I go back up to my, my room and do what I was okay. going to do. And that would be... Um, in the priest... Uh, basically, it's sword routines. Okay. Kind of. Uh, uh, I'm assuming that you're being meditating. careful enough not to leave giant gouge marks in the room. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, Robert, you wanted to say something? Yeah, um, I'm going to say as Karnar is coming. Are you also outside of your upstairs, room? Uh, yeah, I was about to walk okay, downstairs go and go outside, probably into the just the back of the area, back of the inn. That's where the bathhouse is. All right. Well, I'm just gonna go to a small shrine that's close because i'll know where one of those is and just kneel down and pray for them okay i'm assuming a shrine to melora okay mm -hmm. that'll be about a 25 minute i mean that's over by arthur's house so that's again that's okay. fine so i'll be gone for an hour Fair is off on her morning constitutional because she decided not to catch a cab or something i guess all right what do the rest of you guys want to do okay let's assume everyone takes care of their morning needs uh, Farrah manages to pray and come back. Everybody else is awake. I'm assuming Farrah woke up early in order to go do that. Because you would have known how far away mm -hmm. the only, the only yeah. shrine to Melora in the area would be. Um, so, yeah, okay. I'm going to jump ahead. Everybody's done that. Everybody's downstairs. Like, in the entry area of the Red Wyvern. Are you guys ready to go? What do you want to do? Um... I would li like to ask the party if they... If they would like to shop around for any new equipment, might be wise to get a health potion or two. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. From we're already here at the lady that sells them. So okay, you guys want to go to the apothecary? Yes. Yeah. Okay. As you guys head down to the lobby, you see that there is a different young woman uh, staffing the front. There, just somebody random staffing the front desk. Um, they're gonna look up and nod as you go by. I assume because uh, Talon's been here before, he's in the lead? Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So you're going to lead them over into the apothecary? Yes. As you guys come in, you see Morena sitting in the back of the room. Um, she'll be mixing up something behind the counter. Okay, Morena, what, what do you got in here today? You got anything special? And she's going to look up and turn to you and uh, <laughs> smile just, just a little bit. <clears throat> Please tell me that you didn't pick up that rash again. It's a particularly foul potion to brew up. She's joking, guys. What is it? Nothing happened like that. There's nothing. Mm. No rash. Eh, funny, Marina. We need, uh... I don't know. My friends want to look around and stuff, and, uh... I want to pick up a couple things, too. So, I'd, what, what do you got in today? I'll take the blue one for I'm the not, okay. mana and not, the green one for the stamina. <laughs> Does she have anything that could cure, like, do regular, um... Death. 
No, she doesn't have anything <laughs> that can cure death. She has like a phoenix down. <laughs> but, uh... She does not have an auto revive item. <laughs> no, there okay. is no phoenix down. All right. Okay, so I have the potions up. All right. I'm assuming you guys are leaving the apothecary after having made your purchases. What do you want to do? Do you want to just head out and start walking off up to Westlake? I'm I'm cool with that if everybody else is. I was just gonna say that uh uh what you call it? Uh, I'm gonna turn to Karnar and say that's because we are um working together on on his mission that I believe that he should take the lead. We are his soldiers for the time being. And Karnar kind of looks around and says, "Thank you. I I I'm very appreciative of any help you are willing to give me." Uh, I don't know where I'm going, however, so if someone actually knows how to get there better than I do, that would be probably good. Talon's the ranger, so I'm going to say that he knows the way pretty well. Okay, well then, Talon, if you'd like to lead on, and we can get going, I guess. Would you guys like to rent a wagon? See, uh, I've pulled up the the map that got drawn out of our area. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm seeing Karen to, to Westlake. Westlake is way the fuck up there. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a little bit closer. My, my, you... I was thinking of Rivertown. That's my bad. Riverton? No, no. That's that's no. Yeah. This week on D Dungeons and Distractions, I will cut most shopping. shopping. I will cut most. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, we're Is making it... you run all around. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should have borrowed some Arthur's money. It's assuming Arthur has money. Yeah. I assume Arthur's living off you because he's old, old, old guy. Um, Arthur got all his wealth in his youth. He's rich as fuck. Now we don't gotta rely on Frank for rides. Yay! It's kind of awkward. That guy sounds like Eeyore. Frank has emotional issues. He, he's very, very nihilistic, very depressed, very out of it. He's just—it's Frank. All right. Um. Okay. The next steps of therapy. <laughs> okay, you know, I, I really think one needs a therapist. Ironhide, use your words. <laughs> he does. No <laughs> one listens to him, but he does. He's like, I have a plan. And he's very specific about what the plan is. It's like, this is what I'm going to do to use this vampire. It was a perfectly good plan. And then Roswell's like, no, my orb says I have to kill him. <laughs> I just remembered that joke that he made where he's like, I just stab him in the chest and yell, diplomacy! So, uh, Karnar and Iroh now have, um, are now the proud owners of riding horses, and, uh, on top of that, uh, I'm assuming, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add into the, like, I'm gonna assume part of the horse's price was, like, regular saddles and bridles and all that kind of things, and Karnar now also owns a, uh, a, whatchamacallit, a, a cart. Congratulations! Are you guys ready yes. to go? Yes. Karnar, okay. Uh, I, I, I was thinking, like, if we got bla one black horse and one white horse, we could be cute and name them Yin and Yang. Or you. Salt and Pepper. Just a little bit. I hate you just a little bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> and here I was thinking of Flossie. Uh, all right. You can name them whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want to do. Um, little Sebastian. It's not a pony. It's a horse. <laughs> It's a full-fledged riding horse, and considering that it's a dragonborn and a tiefling that are buying a big paladin tiefling that are buying them, I'm assuming that both of you are getting pretty big horses. Yeah. Yeah, but kind of heavy. The people that sold yep. them the horse think they're going to eat them. I don't think so. Like they they would have met like the people in town, but dragonborn aren't exactly common. But tieflings are, you know, like there's a decent number of tieflings. not a huge number of tieflings, but there's a small number of tieflings in town, so people would know like what tieflings look like. 
Um, they're not going to think like, oh, he's going to eat the horse. Like, it's something like that. For the listener's sake, because I'm going to cut uh, quite a bit of what just happened, uh, the guys went to an apothecary and bought several potions for themselves, and then went and got two horses and a cart. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't exactly the most thrilling of portions, so we're going to trim it down to just that section. Alright, uh, I'm assuming that you guys all hook the horses up to the cart, uh, you guys are going to pile on the back, and then ride off into the right off in the morning air off up to Westlake. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay. With two horses and a cart, it's still going to take you about, uh, at the very least, a day. Maybe longer, depending on like what happens. Uh, about midway through the second day, you guys are going to arrive at what looks to be like about a fork in the road. You have a choice. You can either try to go around the back of the mountains and cut over a mountain pass that will take you into Westlake... It's not particularly dangerous, but it takes a while to do. Or you can cut through a larger forest that is in front of the lake that Westlake is named after, called the Blake Holt. Uh, the forest, not the lake. The forest is called the Blake Holt. Okay, okay. Uh, relay that to you guys. And uh, is it is it more dangerous Which to go to the forest? It's more dangerous than the mountain, but it's faster. Um, I'll leave it up to you, Karnar. Given the options, I mean, faster might be better, more dangerous, obviously. Unless anybody has any injections, how about we go through the forest then? Yep, that's cool with me. Okay. I follow your lead. Okay, so you guys are going to enter into the forest, and it actually doesn't look too bad. Um, Talon, tell me, would you have come up this far before? Um... Maybe, probably not, because I was trying to be stay stay close to Arthur. Okay, so that's fine. You guys, uh, I'm assuming you can see the map now, you guys will be traveling down what's effectively a dirt path um, in the middle of the forest. You're going to hear the normal sounds of, you know, birds chirping, that kind of stuff. Uh, Talon, roll me a nature check, just for the fun of it. All right. Uh, Talon notices a couple, like, large animals in the forest, but it's nothing like, there's no bear nearby. Uh, Talon's probably going to notice, like, a couple... Uh, let's say hoof prints from a couple deer something like that um i'm assuming that you're gonna at some point find like a, a couple birds flying around that kind of stuff out of curiosity does what does the dane do when he comes into this area um does since he's fade does he need to eat or anything like that i'm assuming he eats just for the fun of I'll, it or he would food yeah he would go off to hunt but he would stay close like if, okay so he's off like hunting for rabbits he, he's yeah. chasing squirrels up trees and then climbing up the trees and then eating them. Yeah. Okay. So while he's off murdering small animals for food, um, you guys are going to come down the main path. You guys are going to come to a fork in the road. And at the center of that fork is a signpost where you see uh, the two signs have fallen off. Uh, they're broken, clearly. Uh, there obviously used to be directions here, but they are long, long destroyed. The talent has been here before. No, you said you haven't been here before. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. No retconning. Um, Could I roll a perception? Oh, yeah, no, you can go ahead and roll perception. Yeah, go ahead. 19. Both paths look like they've been decently traveled, so you're not exactly sure which one goes where. But with a 19, what Farah does see is that there's a... There's actually a young woman about 30, 40 feet up in one of the trees just staring down at you guys. I rolled a 19 perception so oh i'm sorry i thought that was farah's role fine no. iro sees all of that 
Okay, um... Do me and Rob sound alike? No, not at all. <laughs> not really, no. No, sorry, I, I, uh, I, I, well, thought Fer- I thought Rob said that he wanted Farrah to roll perception. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just sort of ran with it. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's cool. I decided to make a joke out of it. Okay. Um, so I, I would kind of like look at the party quizzically and, and kind of point up to the little girl subtly. Um, say, should we ask for directions? You can go ahead and do that. Um, um, I'll go because ahead like the yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, Farrah will step out of the cart and look up, and since she's a girl, uh, she's gonna probably take point on this. If you guys are okay with that, I'm good with that. And so I'll look up in the tree and be like, "Hello there. How are you? Hi. Are you lost?" Not yet. Uh, can you tell us which of these roads will take us to Westlake the fastest? You're going to want to take the left one. Are you from Westlake? No. I live here. Like, right here? I don't see a house anywhere around here, do you? So you live in the surrounding forest? No, I'm a mole girl and I live underground. Of course I live in the surrounding forest. What are you doing out here? Ask what her name Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, you don't have to ask that. what her name is. Uh, go ahead. What are you doing out here? Yeah. Okay. I'm watching the road. Are your parents okay with that? I don't see why they'd care. So it's not dangerous? Not really. Not for me. Why not for you? What part of I live here do you not understand? I would like to roll insight, please. Go ahead. Roll insight. 17. Because this, this kid seems kind of hanky. No, there's absolutely... <laughs> Everything that she's just said seems to be on the level. You believe everything that she's just okay. told Okay, I believe it, but it, it, it's less about me believing what she's saying and more about what she's saying. Is it intentionally creepy or is it just coming off in an unintentional children of the corn type of way? If anything, you think she sounds a little mouthy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, what makes you so special that you're immune to danger? <laughs> well, that sounds jealous. It's not like I'm some moron from the city who doesn't know the difference between elderberry and burning bush. You might want to step out of that poison ivy, by the way. Just a suggestion. So just because you live here makes you better than us? <laughs> Living here has nothing to do with why I'm better than you. Psst! Vera, take it down a notch! <laughs> uh, she's going to flip her hair behind her shoulder and then she's going to stand up and do that that tightrope walk thing you do where you put your arms out to your sides and you sort of walk along uh, the tree branch kind of thing and she's just going to actually start walking off through the trees unless you stop her <laughs> uh, is she an elf? no she looks human guys I think that little girl lives here <laughs> <laughs> well you were kind of rude and you didn't ask any real questions so yeah that's what you get <laughs> I asked all the important questions, okay? <laughs> what makes you so special? <laughs> yeah, that's a very... Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Go ahead. Far uh, be it for me to suggest that that wasn't the most diplomatic <laughs> I think it's okay that Fairy is a very jealous girl. <laughs> we need to go this way. <laughs> Which way is this way? I think she said left, right? She yeah. said left. Left. 
I just imagine Farah scowling and it's like, uh, I think we need to go this way. And just kind of like stomps and points. Just well, very but... like obstinately. What I forgot to add is when I said that, what makes her so bitter, I put my fists on my hips and like the whole defiance thing. <laughs> that helps in oh, absolutely yeah. no way. <laughs> that does not make your situation any better. All right. Uh, so I assume you guys are traveling down the path that she told you to take. But before we do, I'm going to walk up to her and say, thank you, child. Uh, okay. So you're like walking up towards the trees, and, like yelling up into the, okay. Uh, she'll turn around. She's still within earshot, shot, so she'll turn around and. Um, it's fine. You should probably watch out for the wasps. Wait, and wait, wait, wait. What uh, wasps? Wanting... <laughs> uh, wasps. You know? Bees, flying things, stingers, wasps. Yes. Okay. And she's giving you. She is giving you, like, the most. Like, are you. Are you fucking retarded kind of stare? Like. Are you? Do you not know what a wasp is, kind of thing, you know? And then she is going to vanish into the forest. Oh, about what size would these wasps be? Oh, she is long gone. Uh, you do hear a bit of faint giggling though as she goes away. Wait, but you didn't answer my size question. It's not like she said look out for dragons or look out for the dire bear. She didn't say dire wasps. Are dire wasps a thing? I don't know if dire wasps are a thing. Yeah. That'd be like, kind of cool. I think you wasp. can have anything dire at the end of the day. Well, no, I mean, like, it's not a dire What's elf. the difference in a wolf and a dire wolf? It's a, just a wolf, but dire. No, a dire wolf is a... That's bigger. No, 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 bigger. it's not just bigger. Like, a dire wolf is an actual thing. Like, dire wolves were from, um... It's a, it's a sort of a nickname for a breed of wolves that were native to Ireland that were, like, fuck huge. Um... But, yeah, I was gonna say they're they're real. Yeah, they, no, those are, are real. real. Uh, dire bears aren't real. That's just it's a fun word. Anyway, there used to be like huge elk in Ireland that dire wolves would hunt. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right, mm. totally off track. Um, <laughs> uh, what are? Oh, go ahead. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I vote we go right. You I wrote doesn't like things that buzz. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You just want to go right. Uh, Iroh isn't particularly fond of things that that sting with poisonous painfulness. He's not particularly fond of of, of, of uh, things that buzz. Okay. You guys get uh, right. Fer is gonna that's... come up to Iron. Uh, do you have your loot out, or is it on your back, or? It, it's on my back. Uh, I'm going and in to... classic clerical fashion. Classic clerical fashion. She steals your loot. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to. I'm a cleric of Melora, not the Raven Queen. Oh. <laughs> to pluck one of the strings and say, "Technic, that isn't this buzzing." <laughs> I, I believe the word is strumming. We'll talk about the specifics about sound later. <laughs> I'm not entire... <laughs> here to speak. I'm not here to debate the physics of motion with you and what things should be called. Farrah I'm pulls out a violin to... and just starts playing Flight of the Bumblebee the entire ride up. <laughs> Real fucking funny. <laughs> I think it'd be great. <laughs> All right, so you guys are... does is everyone else okay with taking the right path? Does anybody else want to say anything else? I, I want to go left. Yeah, me too. I will follow. Way. I will follow the party. Just know that 
Iroh's gonna have a little bit of a stank face about it. He's usually pretty cool, and he's like, yeah, fuck it, let's go. But, yeah, he's gonna have a little bit of a, like, kind of a, like, you know, a little, a little bit on edge, a little bit of a stank face. Okay, so, um, you guys are just following the left path? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell Iroh okay. that, that cultists said they were gonna do some kind of ritual at West Lake. They we're already a day and a half behind them. We I mean we need to hurry. Okay, so you guys are just gonna keep walking down the path. Um, uh, what was I doing? I was doing something. Oh, that's what I was doing. You were saying we arrived at Westlake without <laughs> incident. I did not say that in any way, shape, or form. After about five minutes, Talon specifically hears a light buzzing from the left. Go right. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, no, no. Like along this, it's not like uh, you're still at the T fork. Um, about five minutes. What is down, this zork? Josh. About five minutes down the left path that you guys took, you hear a bit of a buzzing coming from the left. Iroh's gonna put his hood up. <laughs> Karnar, what do you uh, want to do, man? Unless there's a reason to stop, unless they're right in front of us, I think we just keep going. Let's say five more minutes, and that buzzing is getting loud enough that all of you can hear it. Am I? Am I? Am I driving the cart, I guess? I assume so, because you're the one who kind of knows the way, more or less. I want to speed up. As you... I'm assuming you do the thing where you, like, crack the whip and the horses sort of take off, kind of... Not necessarily galloping, because you don't want to gallop with a cart attached, but they're sort of, like... They're going fast down the road. Yeah. Okay. When you do that, uh, you start making a lot more noise, and uh, all of a sudden, everybody can hear the buzzing get a lot louder. To the point that it almost kind of sounds like a helicopter is buzzing overhead. And everybody hears it. What, what do you guys want me to do? Keep going faster? Or... Slow down, please. Okay, the more noise we make, the more we attract them. So do you want to try to make a stealth check with the... Is that what you're trying to do? Might as well. But it ain't gonna hurt, I don't think. Alright, go ahead and try to make a stealth check with the cart. <laughs> uh, and remember, you're in a cart with two horses that were just galloping forward, so I assume you're pulling back on the reins to try to slow them down, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's like a negative five to your roll. So uh, you rolled an eight, and the buzzing gets almost completely overwhelmingly loud. Fuck it. Go. And from above, what you see are... Coming out of the trees, adolescent demon wasps. What? Demon wasp? Talk to him, Iroh. <laughs> <laughs> You're a demon, right? <laughs> Racist. I'm assuming that was in character, because I think it'd be funny. Yeah, it was in character. Uh, I'm just going to look at him like, you motherfucker. With the, like a kind of a smirk. Yeah, I'll, I'll laugh a little bit back to him. <laughs> yeah, is that is that uh, Talon's getting out really nonchalantly, like still laughing with. Uh, Don't worry Iroh. about it; it'll be fine. Everybody, roll initiative. Okay, Nine. so Ouch. Iroh's in front because he was really scared of those bees. He was ready for. He was ready to go. All right. Um, for the record, I, I just, just so that everybody knows. Yeah. The party is getting uh-huh. out of the covered wagon, and they are looking up in the air and seeing four demon wasps hovering about ten feet up. 
I don't have any ranged attacks or anything like that. Actually, I do have a crossbow, so I could do a ranged basic. Um, you have divine challenge. Yeah. Uh, burst five. That that that's true. And that's five in all directions. Um, if you count as the axis. Okay. Well, then yeah, I'm gonna. Um. Wait, divine challenge. It's your mark. It's an at will. It's a mark. Yeah. At will minor. I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna um divine challenge real quick. Okay. On which one? Uh, um. I was going to find challenge on number one. Your mic's doing the robot thing again. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna pop divine challenge on number one. Okay. So if you see that little black flag then, that's on top of it, that's because your color is black. So marked means yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then I'm gonna do a ranged basic attack. Real quick, um, out. I'm just gonna s see if this works. Ferret said that I can ready an action. You can do that, even. yeah. I would pull back my sword, and if one of them gets close, then I'm going. I'm basically readying my action so that it. Uh, that I will hit them with Valiant Strike if one of them gets within range of me. Okay. Next on the initiative order is... Uh, Demon Wasp number four. And four is going to flap down uh, next to Karnar. And the Wasp is actually going to use Dive Bomb. And it is going to swoop down and slam into Karnar. And it misses. So lucky him. Uh, so I'm assuming the wasp, the wasp sort of dive bombs you. That thing where that where um you you know like what a flying thing does where it sort of like swoops down as if it's trying to hit you. I'm assuming you duck and it like buzzes right over your head. Uh, Demon wasp too. And it's actually going to fly around one two three, and it's going to dive bomb Farah. And it slams into Farah. And let's see here. Oh, okay. So, the demon wasp slams into Farah, knocking you to the ground, and uh, it basically is pinning you to the ground with its own weight. So it's got, like, the little twitchy arms that it's got, like, planted on you, and you're pinned to the ground. Uh, you're counted as immobilized and prone. Oh, and I forgot to add, actually, the plus one for charging. Ah, whatever. Okay, so you take nine damage from the wasp basically tackling you. Next one is number three, which is going to do the same thing to uh, Talon and Miss. And the one that Ira marked is going to come after Ira. And because he came within range, I get to attack him. Yes, you do. Go ahead. Make your balance strike. Remember to add plus one because I think you're next to him. Actually, wait, no, he would... Yeah, yeah, okay, so that attack misses, and he's going to dive bomb um, uh, Talon. Because Talon's a weaker target. And he doesn't have armor on him. Okay, and because he attacked someone not your target, I think he takes your um, Divine Challenge damage, right? Yes. Okay. 
So first of all, just so the audience knows, everything is missing right now. Um, oh wait, no, I should have added plus one. Talon, what's your AC? It is. 60. Wait, no, it didn't charge. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't get a charge bonus for that. It didn't charge. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> it would have hit you if you got the charge bonus though. All right, so um, you can actually roll damage on the wasp with divine challenge now. I edited it. I can actually roll Divine Challenge? What? Uh, there is a damage dice under Divine Challenge. It'll do the damage to the creature. Got it. So just roll damage as you normally would using that. Okay, next up is Farah. You are pinned to the ground with a giant demon wasp looming over you. And so all the folks of you at home know, uh, there are four demon wasps, and Ira went... They all went, and then the rest of the party, we all rolled nine for our initiative. Yeah, you guys didn't do very well. <laughs> Iroh did so... great. Iroh did better. Did two times better than any of you. Zidane rolled a 23, but his doesn't Zidane count. doesn't get to roll. <laughs> he has the same initiative as you do. Okay, so now that we got all that awesomeness out of the way, uh, I can use... Oh, you call it va. Can't do that. First of all, I'd just either. like to remind you that you are immobilized, and you are prone. Yeah, I know. I was going to attack and then do my saving throw, and I realized that all of my attacks say, no, you can't do that because he's on top of you. Um, let me double check. I'm going to... All right, first of all, immobilized and prone. I'm going to add your conditions onto this thing. And... Well, I can do them, but they're all ranged attacks. Well, you can still do them. Um, you just take a negative two because you're prone. Well, he won't he get an attack of opportunity? Yeah. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> um, are really none of your powers close blast or anything like that? No? Um, one, Range which is 10. my daily. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, this is why... Yeah, well, so... uh, you could try to hit it with your quarterstaff. I mean, like... This is in my like in my idea is like the equivalent of you having your quarterstaff still in your hand. You're like trying to smack it with the end of it. And I had something planned, and then I realized it was a ranged attack. No, with your quarterstaff. No, I know. I'm just thinking. I'm sorry. I'm taking okay. forever. Normally, this doesn't happen, guys. I'm sorry. You get attacked immediately? No, it doesn't normally happen. <laughs> no one doesn't. Normally, I don't get attacked. Uh, just normally... as a reminder, at the end of your turn, you'll have a chance to roll a saving throw against yep. you know trying to escape. Yeah, I'll miss horribly. Okay. Roll a flat d20, and... Okay, so you're technically no longer immobilized. You've managed to wriggle out of that, but you're still prone. And it's still on top of you. That's fine. Okay. Uh, next up is Talon. Okay. Um, for the move action, Sadane's going to shift here. And then uh, we're going to use Enclose the Prey. So On what? Close... Um... You didn't move, well, so I don't know what you're talking about. I shifted. I didn't move. I shifted Zidane as the move action. You both have to be next to the target. You can both move. Just reminding you, a move action, you both get to move. Uh, it says one creature designated as my quarry. It doesn't say we have to both be... No, but it's a melee attack. You have to be next to the creature to use and close the prey. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do that. Okay. I'm next to one. I'm going to... Hunter's Quarry on one. 
and then using close the prey. Uh, Zadane doesn't have to be near him, does he? Because it says enclose the prey, I'm going to say that the implication is that you and your beast companion are surrounding him. Yeah, it also says beast one. Yeah, he has to be next to it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. But he uh, can also, he can shift too. Yeah. Well. He can shift there, it's fine. Let's shift him there. I'll shift here. And you're going to get, okay. So go ahead, roll and add plus two because you have combat advantage with Iroh. So, d20 plus 11. And you hit him. Good job. Roll for damage. 17 damage plus my Hunter's Quarry damage. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Roll Hunter's Quarry. Okay. And um, I'm done. Okay. It's Karnar's turn. Yeah, right. Okay. So, let me get back to where I was. Okay. So, I was declaring Oath of Enmity on number four. Which does that. Apparently not much else. And then I was going to do Radiant Vengeance. On which one? On number four. You realize that he's in with five... Uh, within. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah, he is. I thought he was up higher, though. But I guess he just came down and swatted at me. Okay, yeah. ne never mind. Uh, okay, well, then I will not do that. And I will just do the... I shouldn't have said anything. Okay, so then I will attack. I guess I will use melee basic for the Why? Well, because we're bond of retribution action. Because I threw my own plan away. <laughs> Why would uh, you have melee attacks? Why would you make a melee basic attack? Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. What's wrong with you? I know. Colin, I think uh, I know what you were, were going to say just a second ago. Shush, say nothing. Go. Is that... Sorry, I just... Now I need to double-check something so I'm using the right thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Bond, to Bond to Retribution, then. So that would make more sense. Okay. Hit. Roll for damage. Nice. Almost a crit, actually. You rolled a 19. Yeah, I know. It's close. Oh, I like the damage, too. And 14 damage. Good job. Uh, it's not bloodied, but, you know, you smack that wasp. I'm going to say that you cut into, like, one of the legs or something, and it, you know, buzzes angrily at you. <laughs> okay, it is Iroh's turn, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's um... Iroh's up. Iroh doesn't like that Farah is pinned down. Um, or she's not pinned down, but she's still, like, uh, she's not immobilized, but she's still prone with this giant bug creature on top of her. And he he doesn't like that because he doesn't like the bugs. And, you know, she's female, so he feels that, you know, etc., etc. He needs to protect females and things like that. Okay. So okay. I'm going to pop a daily called Paladin's Judgment. And I'm going to hit number two. Okay, go ahead. Um, can I do plus one for being speedy as well? <sighs> I'll allow it. Go ahead. Thank you. And it's a hit. Okay, that's a hit. Um, and then I will roll for damage against two as well. And I've done 22 damage. Alright, it's bloodied. Um, as a result of using uh, that particular power, one ally gets to spend a healing surge if they want. Um... 
Right. Uh, it doesn't seem that anybody has lost any health. Last I checked, last I saw, well, I, I thought that I did. I had lost health. I took it already. I figured. Uh, yeah, why okay. didn't your health go down? That annoys. No, me. it did. I just used the healing surge retroactively. Oh, oh, okay. You already because used the yeah, because I was the only one who was hit. Uh, are you done with your turn? Yes, yes, I am. I am done. Okay, uh, wasp's turn. So wasp number four is he's actually going to delay. He's going to buzz around in a little bit of a circle, and then wasp number three is going to come right back here. And he's going to go after Karnar, because Karnar's not wearing armor, and it looks like he'd be an easier target. Much more tasty. He mi- oh wait! No, because he gets a plus two- yeah, he gets a plus two for having combat advantage. Um, so that's not a 17 that he rolled, that's a 19 he rolled. And what's your AC? Unfortunately, 18. Ah! <laughs> okay, so he hits you with Dive Bomb, and he's gonna roll for damage. And he also inflicts upon you the statuses of immobilized and prone. Lovely. And he jumps on you. Okay. <laughs> so uh, number four is going to buzz around behind here. And he's going to attack Iroh. And... Okay. Plus two for combat advantage. He hits. And I'm going to pop Infernal Wrath. You do that after he does damage? Okay. I think. Is it me immediate reaction or immediate interrupt? It is... In free action close to 10. Yeah, an enemy within 10 squares. If you hits you... Uh, no, it just says free action close to 10. Alright, just do it. Okay. There should be a dice. No, uh, okay. Uh, roll 1d6, and I'll fix that in the future so it actually has a uh, damage attack. What is my intelligence? Charisma, 2. What's that? Plus 2 charisma, oh, oh, charisma. not int. Okay. Uh, so... My... Okay. Yeah. D10 plus 2? D6 plus 2. Nice try. Damn. And All right, that's so four he damage. takes 4 damage. And that's nothing to sneeze at. So as he slams into you, Iroh lets out with a blast of fire and just hits this wasp. Unfortunately, it doesn't set the wasp on fire or anything, but it does a little bit of damage. And you're prone and immobilized. And he's jumped on top. Alright, number two's turn. Now, he... Farah has managed to wiggle out a little bit, so she's not technically immobilized anymore, but she's still prone. And it is going to use... Venomous Stinger. Which misses. Lucky Farah. Good job. Alright, and because you've managed to wiggle free, I'll move it back a square. Uh, oh, wait, no. Oh, I'm really sorry about this. You're gonna hate me. <laughs> it hits me because it gets combat advantage. It yeah, it, plus it does. Two, which hits me. Yeah, alright. It's time for its I was actually mistake. going to tell you. <laughs> you shouldn't. If I make a mistake like that and I don't catch myself, just take the benefit of it. 
I was actually going to tell you tomorrow. <laughs> tell me after the fact so that I can feel like an idiot. Um, all right, so you take you take ten damage as it just gores you in the stomach with this massive stinger. So. On top of the pain from having a needle-like stinger shoved into your abdomen, as the poison gets pumped into your flesh, you can feel an excruciating, utterly intense pain that shuts down your ability to do much of anything except to scream. And I think one hasn't moved yet, so one is going to... Huh, what would one do? One's gonna dive bomb Talon. <laughs> he doesn't get combat advantage, but now he hits. Like, they all missed their first round, and now they all hit. Alright, and... <laughs> Talon... At least, you, at least you have your pet. That's something. Shit. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I, I think it's Farah's turn, right? Okay, I'm gonna roll and stand up. You don't have to roll to stand up. Oh, oh I... you roll on your side. Okay, got it. Yeah. And I'm saying this is how it's going to happen. Um, they're not grabbed. They're just knocked down, right? No, they're they are all knocked down and grabbed because they are immobilized on the ground. They're being like, that's the equivalent of, like, grappling, sort of, in this case, is that the wasp is pinning them to the ground. Well. Like cybugs in Wreck-It Ralph. You know I don't what? know what that is, but okay. It's okay. I'm assuming this is going to happen, because, yeah. Um, moment of glory. Uh, close blast. Five. And each enemy in the blast. So... Okay. Go ahead. Popping dailies already. All right. Well, this one's going to help, and I'm going to do number two first. And... Oh wow! <laughs> all right, number um, two. I'll, I'll handle the. All right, for the people at home, what moment? What moment of glory does is it doesn't actually do damage. It pushes the target and knocks it prone. So this guy's gonna fly back three squares. Too bad that crit does absolutely nothing. I'm going to say anytime you hit one of these, that person's no longer immobilized. Well, everyone gets to resist five until the end of my next turn. And, yep, that is my turn. So, that was a really good idea to use that. Yep, that's why I did it. <laughs> I'll take away immobilized off you guys. You're all prone, though, except Farah. That was awesome, Farah. Yeah, thanks. Austin's turn, or Talon's turn. So, okay. for the folks at home, one of the wasps is marked, two of them are bloodied, one of them has Oath of Emity on it, farah uh, has been stung in the stomach, and everybody else has been knocked prone. Okay, is my move action I'm gonna stand up? Yes, but uh, Zidane also gets to move. Okay. Um, hang on one second, I don't know if the map's big enough for what I want to do. Okay, it is. Um, do it, do it, do it. Actually, wait, no, I made a mistake here. Well, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that you managed to push it through the tree, like past the tree. Can I go through the tree? No, no, no I'm sorry. Okay, she would have hit it here. So one, two, three. Okay, it would have been pushed to here because that's straight back from where she is. Shit. 
Okay. No, no, no. That's fine. You can still go there. Uh, so I'm just gonna stand up. I was gonna try to get. Hang on. One, two, three. Are you doing throw and stab? Yeah. Yeah, you can totally do that. I, I'm trying to. I'm seeing if I can get combat advantage. With, with Zidane. Which one? With Zidane on number one. No, because Zidane would have to move to the, around to the other side of the creature, and you have to charge straight at it. Each square yeah. gets you closer to it, so no. But you get a plus one for charging. It's already counted in, so don't worry about it. Okay, I'll just, I'll just, I'm going to do that. Uh, but just to let you know, I said this on Twitter. I'm not calling it the throw and stab anymore. What it, is it called? It, now it's called the sling and slice. All right, one sec. Is it connected to a chain all badass-like? Uh... The the blade that I throw comes right back to me, so it's like I don't know if you guys could see my hand when I made that sound, but it was pretty cool. So I I, I can imagine. Austin, are you moving a Zidane anywhere? Um, I will move him wherever you want. I was trying to get him behind one to, but I don't I don't think I can he can make it. He has. Uh, do you want you me to move him somewhere? Well, just over here or maybe uh, against this guy to help Iroh when he gets up or Karnar okay. down here I'm just thinking about to help other people besides you okay. right now that's what, what what do you guys think because it's for you mainly you guys tell me where to move him and I'll move him there Yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious as to um since since we own the horses, are they our allies? Because they had they do have tokens. So um, could I technically have combat advantage? <laughs> I would allow that if it was a war horse. Ah oh, damn. Yeah, there Should are um, no these are there these are riding horses, which I said. Um, war horses have various attacks and stuff. Okay, there are very specific mount mechanics. You can get them because you're a paladin. Um, like, paladins in 4th edition don't necessarily get, like, the like some of the stuff that 3.5 got, but you can get, like, holy mounts and stuff. That's more of a cavalier thing, but you can get stuff that's kind of near it. Anyway, uh... Talon... I was just looking for a way to cheat the system. No, you can, you can do that, but not now. I don't need uh, him down here because what I'm going to do is going to target all the creatures in the area, so that would be a problem for him. Okay. Then I'll uh, I'll get in between. I'll move. Are you that planning to use Dragon Breath? I am indeed. Remember, it's a burst three. Right. Yeah, I know. Sorry, a blast three. Mm-hmm. I think I'll be okay, but we'll see. <laughs> I'll move Zadane in between. Farah. You wouldn't be able to reach both of them. No, okay, cool. I know. Oh, I know that. I was aiming it at three, basically. So. Okay, never mind. That's fine. I got a ways to go before that happens. So. Okay, ignore me. Is that cool, Vera? Right there, so maybe it'll tag that. Yeah. That he... Okay. Yeah, I appreciate it. Sling and slice on number one. Hit. All right. Uh, Talon rolled a 19. Go ahead and roll for damage. Okay. And then he takes Hunter's quarry damage because he is my... Um, my quarry. Go ahead. All right. So Talon pulls back and just hurls his um, 
which sword are you? I'm trying to remember what the name of your sword is that you... Uh... Farbound Spellblade is... There you go. He hurls his Farbound Spellblade at the wasp that uh, tried to pounce on him. Or actually succeeded in pouncing on him. And it just spears the thing right through the chest. It just goes right through, and then it flies back into your hand, and the wasp falls to the forest floor, dead. Okay, and then I'm going to charge number two. Okay. And thanks to your new Vanguard sword, you get 2d8 on a successful charge. And I get plus one for charge. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. You charged through a tree. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're... Uh, you have to charge a straight line. Okay, I'll charge, um... I guess I'll charge four then. Okay, I'll... Well, I've already used my move action, right? Charge is part of... Yes, but charge is part of an attack, so it's fine. Okay. So, here and then charge. Plus one for the charge. It's already do in I there. Get... Don't put it at... Okay, do I get anything because he's... Is he prone? Yeah, add plus two. Mitch, son of a bitch. Crow. You rolled a crit one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you surprised that you missed? Uh, no. Uh, I'm done with my turn. Uh, okay, uh, I think it's Karnar's turn. And I'm sitting here on mute. That was good. Okay, so Dragon's Breath at number three, I think. Because if I think if I throw it at number four, I'm going to hit the horses. If I... No, you wouldn't. It's not that no? big. Okay. All right, well then, number four, since... Oh, right, no, I wouldn't. Okay, yeah, let's do number four, then. Okay, so... I'm assuming you stand up. Oh, yeah, I stand up. I'm being nice. Yeah. Need to stop that. <laughs> so, do it. I don't get a plus two on this, because this is just Dragon's Breath, right? Um, He's prone. Wait, is it close or ranged? It's, it's a close blast, right? Yeah. It's I... not melee, so you don't get a plus two extra bonus. Right, okay. So it's just straight up. Okay, that's fine. Oh, it's a hit. Excellent. Go ahead and blast it with uh, your lightning breath. Alrighty, here we go. And... Two. Yay! And it bloody. <laughs> nice. Alright, wasp number four has been bloodied. And is that your turn? Or do you want to try to use an interaction or something? I'm trying to think if I... Well, yeah, I could still do Radiant Vengeance, I guess, couldn't I? Yes, you do, because uh, in case anyone was wondering, Dragon Breath is a minor action. Yep. So we'll do that then. Oh, another hit. Roll for damage. Yep. Okay. What's it doing here? Oh, I got it. That's what it is. That's the best thing about things that target non-armor defenses is that they're likely to hit. Good job. Okay, uh, Iro's turn. Uh, hey guys, um, yeah. My turn. Um, would I, like, I want to pop Divine Strength real quick. Okay, go ahead. Is that alright? Um, I know so, what it is, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm also gonna, you know, stand up. As my move action. Divine strength, uh, not divine metal, right? Uh, wait a second, let me see here. Uh, strength is the one that gives you extra damage. Metal is the one that lets someone use a uh, saving throw. You're trying to add more yes. damage, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm trying to add more damage. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to stand up as my move action. Um, and do I have any attacks that are, that have it like a charge as part of it? Or Arden strike can be used as a melee basic attack when you charge. Yeah, that, that's 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 what I was planning on doing. <laughs> um, that's convenient. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm gonna do Arden strike. Um, and charge at. Oh crap! Uh, I messed up. Hmm. Uh, all right. I won't retroactively punish you for this, but Farah, um, you would have been paralyzed by the um, wasp's sting. Now I messed up, so that that counts as stunned. Now I messed up, so I'm gonna say that it took like a, it took a round for the poison or for the poison to get into your system, but you are stunned, which means that you are uh, unable to do any action until you save out of that. And because that happened, I'm going to make a cannon that it now takes a round for that poison to hit you guys. Sorry about that. Oh. My fault. Um, okay, so I'm going to charge... Two... Three... That's not how you charge. No, I, I was going... You have to I have charge to in a straight line. Have to charge in a straight line, then I'm going to go here. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> you can't charge into a boulder. I'm just going to point that out. Alright, go ahead. Make your ardent strike and attack. Add plus one because you're charging. Okay. And plus, plus two because... So, a total of plus three. Okay. Because it's prone. Okay. You're making a melee attack. <laughs> I you got crit. a critical hit. Nice. So, 31 versus its AC hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Make sure to hit the uh, max weapon damage option. Got it. And do 14 damage. Nice. So you stand up and just slam into this thing with your greatsword. And the wasp, it's looking bad. Like, there are holes in its wings. It's having a hard time, like, rolling around on the ground. Because those are still prone. Alright, now it's the wasp's turn. So... Uh, you mind if I, if I, like, yell something at it real quick? No, go ahead. That's free action. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, like, yell at it. Go away, and then I'm gonna stamp my foot and then point off into the distance. Just because hoping wasps it are understands so known common. for their language abilities. I just hope that it understands common. Yeah. yeah. That... By the way, uh, you for um, uh, your turn's over, but you're uh, the one that you marked died. So you can mark again if you wanted. But oh, okay. uh, sorry, uh, because you used ardent strike, number four actually has divine sanction on it now. Hey, Colin. Yeah, go ahead. Um, does standing up provoke opportunity attack? It does not. Okay. Well, good try. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to run all the wasps at once, just because, again, all their initiatives are at the same time anyway, so I might as well. Um, so they're all going to stand up, and by stand up, they sort of like flutter their wings and hover back to a, a standing position. Number three is going to fly here, and it... Wait, where was three? Three is going to fly one, two, three, four, to here. The five, there we go, yeah. And it's going to attack Karnar with Dive Bomb. 
It hits. And it hits for damage. And Karnar, <laughs> once again, is immobilized and prone. So while that's happening, actually, I'm going to count it as being there. So while you're being held down on the ground by that one, uh, number four is going to fly over. <laughs> it's going to shift. And it's going to make a Venomous Stinger attack on Karnar. Oh, sorry. I messed up again. Add plus two because it gets combat advantage. And another plus two. Wait, no. Prone adds combat advantage. So yeah, plus two because you're prone. So that's a 19 versus your AC. That would hit. <laughs> Alright, so it's going to stab you with your stinger. Okay. So Karnar is bloodied. And immobilized. And prone. And down and to five stunned. hit points. And, and stunned. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get to take no actions until you save out of stunned. Then you're going to have to save against immobilized if you want. And then you can stand up to get out of prone. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to kill you guys at all. Um, and <laughs> two is going to come in and make his roll. How many hit points does he have? Okay. Two is actually going to fly over uh, Talon. And he's going to uh, charge. Well, he can't really charge. Is that is that an opportunity attack? This is going to provoke an opportunity attack from you. It's going to fly over the top of Zidane's head and charge into um, Farah. So go ahead and make an opportunity attack. I'm going to stop him here. Go ahead and make a basic melee attack on him. That's a 20. Go ahead and roll for damage. Five damage. Uh, he keeps going, and he's going to dive bomb uh, Farah. He's he's in the air, so he can be on top of that Dane, right? Yeah, that was the idea. Okay. He's actually going to be on top of Farah in a minute. Okay. So Farah. <laughs> Sorry about this. Da -da 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 -da. You are prone and stunned and immobilized. You were already prone and uh, stunned, but now you're mobilized as well. Okay. <laughs> Iroh, it's your turn. Yeah, um... I Wouldn't am... it be it's my turn? turn? Yeah, oh, it's... I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Farah's turn. Farah, make a saving roll against being uh, stunned. You are still stunned. You rolled a four. That failed miserably. So the poison is seeping into your body, and you are completely paralyzed still. So it's my turn now? Uh, yes, go ahead. Okay, um, I'll shift here. And I can charge him from there, right? I can charge him. No, two. because you're only one square away. Okay, then I won't shift. Uh, can I move here? Yes, you can. That's okay. fine. Sling and slice, number two. Just remember, you have to use that on two different targets. Oh, do you? Yeah. You it throw says target the one, target one creature. And uh, then... uh, the target one creature is referring to the throw part. You move up to your speed and make a, ba a melee basic attack against a creature other than the target. Okay. So you get you throw your sword at one and then hit a different one. All right, let me let me see here. Then. So you could throw it two and charge three. That would be fine. I'll do that. That's yeah. I'll do that. That way you can charge. It looks better to charge. And does uh, if Zade moves, does that provoke opportunity attacks from uh, number two? Because he's on top of Farah. Not if he shifts. Okay. He'll shift there. All right. I will throw at three. At three. Okay, go ahead. I get it. Doesn't really. Yeah. Okay. I'll throw at three. Um, you know you can't charge number two. That's right. I'll throw it two then. Okay. I, I can charge three, right? You're two squares away. That's fine. 19. Okay. Go for damage. Good job. Right. And then I'll charge at, two, at three. Remember to add plus, plus two for combat advantage. 
Actually, no, you don't. Yeah, uh, Karnar doesn't grant you combat advantage. Because he's down. And stunned. And immobilized. 22. Roll for damage. And thanks to your new sword, you get to do 2d8 on a successful charge. Nice. 11 damage. That's not shabby at all. Not shabby. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, I believe it's Karnar's turn. Uh, well, do you guys want me to action point? Because they're doing kind of shitty here. I'll leave it as well. You could. Mm. I'm just afraid we're going to have a bigger fight coming up. What do you guys think? Uh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. These wasps are dead. Um, I'm fairly certain that in character, Iroh is going to want to first get out of this forest and then set up camp. All right. It's like the middle of the day, but you, know, you guys can do whatever you want. Fair. <laughs> Fair, do you want me to action point? I'm stunned. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Robert, would you prefer it if he action pointed? Uh, if you action point, are you just going to use twin strike against number three? Or two? Uh, two and three. He, no, well, he also has like encounter powers that do quite a bit of damage. I don't have any, any more encounters. I, don't, I have knack for success. You're right. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, you, you could use... Uh, yeah. Did you drop Hunter's Quarry on either of these? Uh, number two, but I forgot to do the damage for it. You can do it now, it's fine. Okay. Well, let's see what this does first, then, before I decide if I'm gonna action point. Actually, action point and use Knack of Success on number three, and then give the, uh, target makes a saving throw? Yeah, you or one alley in the burst, you can give the saving throw to the car nurse since his turn's up next, and then they'll let him go. If he makes it successful, he'll be able to do something. Okay, I'll do. Uh, well, that's all right. That's my action point. So you want me to do that? No damage. You don't need to use an action point for knack of success. Oh, it's a but, minor. But here's the problem: you charge, and the charge is the last thing you can do on your turn. Yeah, it, unless I action point. I'm gonna say that because you charged, your turn is over. Okay. The creature can't take any further actions during this turn except free actions. The creature's turn usually ends after it charges. However, it can extend its turn by taking certain free actions. Okay, yeah, so I'm sorry. Your turn's over because you charged. Okay. All right. Uh, Karnar's turn. But that's a good idea, using Knack for Success for a saving roll next turn. Okay, so I need to do saving rolls. Is that right? You need to save against uh, being, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, stunned. Well, you see, he hasn't been one turn for Karnar yet, so he's not stunned yet. <laughs> You're the one who made that cannon, not me. Fine, fine. You can't. No, that's that's fine. Right. So I can. Four's in front of me. Uh, okay. Hit hit three. You have combat advantage. Technically, four is here. No, wait. No. Yeah, I gotta hit four. I can't hit three. Not when he's on top of me. Yeah, four oh, is yeah, on top right. of you. Okay. Wait. Okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's wrong. Three's oh, on no. top of you. Four stung you. Yeah. No. So three should technically be here. Okay. I'm going to say that you charged there. I'm sorry. I was doing it that way just for like visual sake so you guys knew where everything was. But yeah, this is right. what it should look like. Okay. So I guess I'll just do Bond or Retribution because I think it's the only thing I can really do at this point. That's fine. Um, you're going to take a negative two because you're prone. Okay. So do they then adjust the eight to plus six? Is that basically what it comes down to? It does not say that you cannot get combat advantage. So because um, Talon is standing behind you, 
I'm going to say that you get a negative two because you're prone, but a plus two because you have combat advantage. So it all just evens out. Yeah, okay. it'll even out. All right. Okay, I'll do that. And I missed anyway. So um, it doesn't so, even well, matter. you rolled four, so. Yeah. You could action point or use a minor if you have it. Uh, no, use a minor, I think, already, which is Dragon's Breath. That's the easiest one to use. And Oath of Enmity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, action point. I want to get this thing off of me. Uh, I'm not going to action point. I think that's not useful at the moment. Um, you can roll against being. You have to roll against being immobilized. Right. Okay. So. Basically, you're rolling to try to throw it off of you. Right. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll take away your stun. Okay. But you're still bloodied and prone and immobilized. So there. And injured. Yes. Okay. So to do that, I just roll a. And down to five hit points. Yeah, I know that one. Okay, um, so I'm rolling this on... Uh, it's just a straight d20. I'm not yeah, rolling Yeah, it's just a straight else. d20. Unless you have bonuses to being immobilized, that kind of thing. Uh, I doubt it. Woo, that's not enough. enough. You're still immobilized and prone. Okay, uh, Iro's turn. Yeah, um, first I'm going to use Majestic Word on Karnar. Okay, um, what's the bonus? Uh, bonus. Let me see here. Okay, uh, my charisma, charisma. Won't modify. Yeah, it's that's plus two. two. Karnar gets twelve hit points. Good job. All right, uh, that's your minor and daily. Bye bye. All right, so Iro has popped most of his dailies. Remember uh, that you deal a one d six extra damage when you hit an enemy that's at maximum hit points. But I think you've never hit a enemy with maximum hit points. Would I be able to ardent strike uh, number three? That's um, number four, but yes, you could hit number three. That's that, me that, trying to tell him to do number four. No, he could hit number three and knock him off of... Uh... Yeah, because Ardent Strike, wouldn't that make it so that he, like, both of them were susceptible to my Divine Challenge? No, sorry, not Divine Challenge, Divine Sanction. Divine Sanction, yes. Yeah, no, I'm just going to Ardent Strike number four. Go ahead. Okay, so number four will still have it uh, your uh, Divine Sanction on it. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Hit. Roll for damage. Uh, for the folks at home, Iro just rolled a 27. Good job. That's a good hit. Thank you. Go for damage. That was almost a crit. You rolled a 19. And it takes 12 damage. Wait. Oh, you knocked it down to negative 11 hit points. So number four is dead. Good job. Thank you. Uh, you still have a move if you want to do something. Um, I would like to shift here in order to get combat advantage with Talon. I'll allow it. All right. Uh, wasp turn. Number two is actually going to grab the stunned Pharah and start dragging her away. Now, technically, it would be dragging you away, kicking and screaming, except for the fact that he's paralyzed you, so you just get to sort of wiggle your eyes around in panic as you get dragged off. Completely and utterly helpless. So it's going to go one, two, three, four, and it's dragging her behind it. I'm pretty sure it provokes an attack of opportunity from Zidane if you want to do that. I want to be nice and let you do that. It doesn't It doesn't from Talon? No. He was standing in my... No, all right, yeah, no, it would, it would. All right, go ahead. Okay. Make your attack. Masic Bailey. What? <laughs> Sorry. All right, so it's dragging uh, Farah off. <laughs> boopy doopy doopy doop. That's, that's my second... Uh... Crit one? Crit one, yeah. All right. So cannon-wise, I'm going to say what happened is that you just... <laughs> you swung at this thing and just utterly missed. Like, 
one sword got in the way of the other one and it made that little clashing noise that happens and you just you flubbed that one sorry man all right so it's dragon pharah off pharah you're still stunned immobilized prone at least you're not bloody technically that counts for something right <laughs> by one point i'm not bloodied you're mad at me right now aren't you <laughs> i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> okay so now this wasp is going to the one that's still on top of it's not really a dive bomb, but it's the same basic attack. It's just gonna... So, wait, it's still on top of you? Yeah, okay. Actually, it's gonna use Venomous Stinger. Because you're still twitching, because you haven't been hit by the uh, immobilization thing yet. So that hit, 28 versus 18 AC. That, yeah. And... 12 damage. You're, <laughs> you're back down to 5 hit points. Iro, oh. do you want to do anything as an interrupt? Sorry, I was, I was muted. Um, I... Do I have an interrupt? Like, okay, yeah. Martyr's have... Blessing. Immediate interrupt. Yes. Close burst one. An adjacent ally is hit by a melee or ranged attack, and you are hit by the attack instead. I am going to eat the damage for him with Martyr's Blessing. You realize? Okay, go ahead. Uh, I, I, I have nothing to click. Yeah, I know. All right. Okay. So he gets healed for 12 like... damage. Um, You're going to take 12 damage. And okay. on your next turn, you're going to be immobilized. Okay. Oh, sorry, you're going to be stunned. I'm just gonna okay. remind. Well, no, it says that I take the damage, but no, it, says it says you're hit by the attack instead. Okay, so I Which jump in the it... way. Got it. Yeah. You 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 managed to somehow pull your arm over his body, and the stinger went straight through Iro's arm. Uh, it pumping its paralytic poison straight into your bloodstream. Ooh, I got a three-part alliteration there. Nice, pumping its paralytic poison. It is Farah's turn. You're being dragged off by a demon wasp. Yeah, and yeah. just because I'm that guy, uh, Iro needs to take 12 damage, right? He did. I thought I... No, I didn't. No, you didn't. Subjective 12. Yeah. So Iro is now bloodied. Yeah, he's more than bloodied. Um, I'm going to roll my saving throw, which will be a failure again, and say... Necessarily. Oh, it yeah, was. it is. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I would allow you to action point and re-roll your saving throw. No, it's all right. Um, And then... You don't get actions because you're stunned. <laughs> no, it's a. Is Iro stunned because of his ability or because of the poison? Iro's not technically stunned yet. Okay. And it would be because of the poison. Alright, I'm done with my turn. Okay. <laughs> um, someone might want to go save Farah. I, I can play okay. things both ways, Colin just said. <laughs> Who needs the saving throw the worst? Farah, because she's being dragged off to die. And she's. Okay. Knack for success for Farah. Is that. Hang on, let me Boy, see how close But Karnar goes next. I still okay, have... yeah, it's totally your choice. You can do whichever one you want. I'm just saying, because the Wasp is going to be able to drag me off it before my next turn. So uh, it doesn't help me much. Not necessarily. I mean, theoretically, it's possible that... I'm just Talon... saying. I'm how how things would work. give uh, Karnar a saving throw and then charge and beat the crap out of that Wasp. Yeah, that Wasp is fucked. Just, it's, it's done. So, knack for success to uh, Karnar. So, Karnar, you can make a saving throw. Okay, one moment. Rolling. <laughs> nope. Jeez. Maybe okay. you're getting all the bad rolls out of the way. Maybe your next sure. saving throw. Um, uh, Zadane is going to move here first. I'm going to shift here. I have line of sight to three, right? Sling and slice? Yep. Go ahead. Uh, Throne damage on three. Roll for damage. 
Okay, and then um, charge on number two. Not too shabby. And Iroh... Iroh will get another turn. So, that's something. Nice. Roll for damage. To the folks at home, he rolled a 29 on his attack. It's a good roll. You, I don't think you've missed. I missed No, you, you're, you missed one charge attack. And, nice. All right. So after throwing one of your swords at the other wasp and, like, I don't know, cutting into its wing a bit, you charge the other one and just sink your uh, vanguard blade right into its side. Okay, dealing so it's... 10 damage? Yeah, is it dead? Let me double check. It's dead. Yeah. Okay. I was you, about cut, to... you cut off the head of this thing. I was going to Hunter's Quarry it if it wasn't dead. So. It is dead. So you're going to uh, need a Hunter's Quarry. Three. If, I mean, is that the closest enemy? Because it to will be. Okay. Karnar's turn. <laughs> Saving throw. Saving throw. All right, Saving all right, all right. Throw. Come on. 11, yes. Finally. You managed to throw off the horrible, horrible yoke of. <laughs> uh, the horrible, horrible yoke of uh, stunned. You're still immobilized, and you're still prone. Yay. But. Hey, you're no longer stunned. You can actually take actions now. Okay. All right. Uh, it is Iroh's turn. Iroh, you've got about like 10 seconds before the poison seeps into your bloodstream and you are paralyzed. I would Iroh's going to hit it with uh, Ardent Strike. Would, I, would you mind if I took one for speedy? Go ahead. Cool. Plus two for combat advantage. Okay. Well, I didn't add in the plus two either. Doesn't matter. It hit. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, roll damage. Okay. Any minor actions? Let me see. I'm, I'm just like... Alright. Um, you're done, I guess. Yeah. Does anybody have any suggestions? You don't have any other minor actions you can take. I, I don't. Yeah. I Sorry. really don't. Damn. Alright. That's okay. Alright, you're stunned. Have have fun on the ground. Um, and you are paralyzed. Clutch. The poison has seeped into your bloodstream. Da -da 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 -da. Okay. Uh, it is the wasp's turn. And the wasp is going to... Uh, make the attack on Karnar, because Karnar's now... It's sort of actually flying up in the air and coming, like, straight back down. And, uh, plus two for melee. Doesn't take damage, because... It does. I... How much damage? Five? Uh, I... Hang on a second. Where I think it's at? five damage. Because it's three plus, plus your charisma. Uh... Yeah, it's five damage. Okay. So it flies up in the air, and as soon as that does, a blast of radiant power comes out of the paralyzed Karnar, or sorry, paralyzed Iroh, and smacks the wasp, obliterating it into a shower of gory, messy pieces. <laughs> Congratulations, you've managed to kill all the wasps. Farah is immobilized, stunned, and prone, lying on the ground. Karnar is immobilized, stunned, prone, and bleeding out on the ground. And Iroh is immobilized, stunned, and prone as he bleeds out on the ground. Talon's doing pretty much okay, though. Uh, heal checks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, anybody who... Well, that was Iroh. Yeah, you're the first one up, so you can make a heal check on, uh, Farah. I'm only gonna actually, make you judge... Say again? I actually have a decent heal. I have plus nine. Yeah, go ahead. Make a heal check. It'll probably work. Yeah, alright. So, you have, I'm assuming, like, some herb in your pack that kind of helps out with, uh, paralysis. It'll help him out a little bit. And you give that to Farah, and she's no longer paralyzed. And because I know how high her uh, heal check is, 
I'm going to assume that she runs around and uh, does the same heal stuff to everybody else. You're so, not going to let me roll my crit once again? Uh, it's not necessary. I mean, you can if you want, but otherwise Talon nope. will hide you fixing all your work. It's okay. It's the equivalent of taking ten, like... There's no, there's no hurry. You guys are, you guys are okay. All right. That's yeah. That's kind of what I did this uh, like, whole fight, right? Come why does Karn just... still have an exclamation point? Oh, that's why. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's not necessary. Um, I'll get rid of that. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was just gonna say that uh, while Iroh was still on the ground, he's gonna l try to like move his eyes and look over uh, at Karnar, who was also like kind of on the ground and. Like, the two of you were just, just wailing on this wasp, and then, like, as it died, you're both like, gur, 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 and you fall over. Yeah, we both fell over and just collapsed, and I'm gonna, like, kind of slur out the words, I hate bugs. <laughs> you were warned. You were very clearly warned about the wasps. And that was only because Karnar was nice to her as she left. Um, okay, so I'm assuming you guys are popping healing searches. <laughs> Because two of you are bloodied, and one of you is almost bloodied. Yeah, most yeah, definitely. Alright, you guys can all control healing surges, go over to the plus sign, do that, you know what to do. I'm a... Uh, I don't know if I want... if I need to. I might throw. Uh, you're down seven points. I think your healing surge is eight. You'd only so, be losing, like, one point of healing, technically. So do I just hit the plus sign over here? Yeah, so what happens is, I'll do it for you, but you hit plus, and then you go over to use surges... You guys don't get a bonus, except... Yeah, you don't get a bonus because it's not healing power. And then you just hit adjust HP, and it'll pop you up one healing surge. Okay, I'm assuming you guys are... What are you guys doing? You've just managed to kill all the wasps. Um, you've healed up. What do you want to do? Talon is um, petting Zidane, telling him, Good boy, you did good in that fight. Yeah, the one thing that never got attacked. Iroh's going to run were... around, like, shaking out his clothes, trying to make sure there's no like, wasps or bees or anything in his clothes. And he's going to freak out at the back of his neck, and then he's going to realize it's just the tag of his shirt. <laughs> I like how your shirt has a tag. Yeah, in they, have, there. Nice. they have a tag. Right. It just says his name on it. Um, Talon would know that you guys are about maybe an hour away from Westlake. You guys will arrive there about, let's say, four in the afternoon. That's awesome for never being over here. <laughs> he has a map. He knows about. He knows distance, more or less. Home Slice, you had a map? He's had a map this whole time. Yeah, yeah, but he, he had a map, asked. but he couldn't. But we had, we had to get directions from a little girl, and she sent us down fucking the waspy old trail. There's no trails on it, bro. So how do you know we're an hour away? We're about here. We're at this river, about an hour away from the from Westlake City. Are you sure you're holding that right? Is that upside down? Well, we could turn around. If you guys want, we go try that other road. But I'm telling you, it's this way. Nope, nope, nope. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Nope. You guys are actually pretty close to the edge of the forest, so you guys can see the trees ending pretty close. See, look. Over there. Do you guys want to pile back in the cart and just ride on off to Westlake? <laughs> yeah. So how much do you guys hate me right now? <laughs> I, you're, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, says the guy who did up. nothing bad happened. <laughs> I think you hate me just as much. No, I think you hate me more than I hate you. <laughs> I don't can hate we, you. There was, can we talk there was, about... There was absolutely... N okay, 
There was absolutely no prejudice against any particular member of this party for any of the attacks. The Wasps were going after the non-armored characters more because they could easily identify that thing that didn't have metal on it was a better target. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not talking about the attacks. I'm talking about the fact that I know, I, I know, but that's that what was, you beat me for. No, no, there were a very specific set of circumstances I wrote out ahead of time that defined what happened. So this had nothing to do with any personal feelings I might have towards someone's OP healing. Although personally, I think the thing the uh, the tabletop hates you because you never succeeded in the saving roll. <laughs> Can we talk just, about just what? For... Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, just for roleplay sake, uh, as we kind of roll away in the wagon, Iroh's going to be plucking away uh, Flight of the Bumblebee on his loot. <laughs> as therapy. <laughs> okay. so you guys pile back in the caravan, or in the wagon, and the horses, which apparently were very calm throughout that entire procedure, will... Who's driving? Is Talon driving again? Uh, yeah. Okay. So Talon's going to drive you guys down the road, and you guys come out of the forest, mostly Hale and Harthy. <laughs> without several dailies and uh, quite a few healing surges. I did not expect the wasps to take that long. <laughs> they rolled pretty well. Um, and you guys are going to drive uh, basically into town. Um, as you guys come into Westlake, it looks to be a pretty decent-sized uh, rural town. There's quite a few buildings. And everything appears to be decorated. There are tons of people running around. There seem to be stalls everywhere. It kind of looks like any sort of, I don't know, village or town, like big village town festival that you would kind of expect. Um, there's a bunch of food vendors. The smell of cooking meat and uh, sweet cakes and that kind of thing are wafting through the air. You guys can smell that. You see a bunch of children running around playing, laughing in the streets. There's quite a few people with either pints of ale or some other alcohol that are sitting around. Uh, it, it looks to be like a nice big festival that's going on. And I think that's where we'll stop for the night. I'd like to thank Pop Culture Leftovers for being so kind as to give us a shout-out on their last podcast. That was incredibly nice of them. And I'd like to give a special thanks to Justin Massey, who left us a, <laughs> a fairly funny little uh, iTunes review. So, uh, thanks for that. Uh, thanks, guys, for playing. I'll see you guys next week. We'll have some more fun then. So, uh, good job, everybody. Thanks for playing, and good night. Good night, night guys. Good night, everyone. Night. Have fun. Night.